conclusion inevitable. It was a jump to conclusions, Matt. My conclusion was that this idea was not a practical deterrent. My only conclusion can be that it was a Sith Lord. In conclusion. Hello there, folks. Welcome back to In Conclusion, the only movie podcast where a cat gets hit by a car. I'm Dan O'Keefe, and joining me as always is Anna Otto. Anna, how are you? Um, Worse, now that I remembered that that scene exists. <laughs> I'm good, Dan. Um, nothing exciting going on in my life, really. That's good. Planning my wedding. And That's we bought a new vacuum. Ooh. What Adult kind of things. Well, here's the thing. We only had like a tiny little Bissell that my aunt gave us because she was all hardwoods and we used to only have hardwoods. God mm. bless her. She's like, I'm not using this anymore. Do you want it? And I was like, yes. It did not do a damn thing for my carpets. So we got a Bissell pet. Okay. A fancy vacuum. Bissell pet sounds like a slur. The way this thing was, I mean, (laughs) the fur that this thing took out of my carpets, I could have built a second dog. I hate to say it. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's good. I was screaming. But, you know, now my carpets are clean. Wink. And, (laughs) yeah, no, I'm, I know I'm old now because when Gage and I emptied out the tank after, like, vacuuming the first floor... We were like, wow, this is so cool. Look at all this dust and hair we got. (laughs) Like, how lame is that? You you are what you swore to destroy when you were 15. I used to hate vacuuming, and now here I am, vacuuming for pleasure. (laughs) Literally. And what's worse, I have a smaller handheld vacuum on my wedding registry Mm because it's easier for vacuuming the stairs. So I'm an adult now. Yeah, you get excited about vacuums. Mm-hmm. Anyway, how are you, Dan? You know, I'm Vacuum good. in your life? Yeah, I did just get a new vacuum. Haven't unboxed Oops, it yet. Um, oh, my God. It's An one unboxing of those Dyson, video? Dyson stick vacuums. Oh, those are nice. Yeah. We so purchased nice. three of them. Not all at one once, but room? we keep finding oh. different <laughs> deals on them and returning them. So, like, we bought one, Dang. and then we found it cheaper, and then we bought that one, and then there was a deal where you get a Target gift card if you buy it from Target. So, Dang. speaking of boring adult things, we're returning Man. vacuums to get a better deal on them. You're really give you're sticking it to Dyson. Dang. Yeah. Also, uh, Spotify Wrapped came out yesterday at the time we're recording oh, this. Oh, yeah. This is my Christmas. Aside from actual Christmas, which is also my Christmas, I'm looking at a bunch of Christmas decorations around me right now. Um, Mm, Mine are all upstairs, not in this room. Anna, question about your Spotify wrapped. Okay, let me pull up my notes. Uh Uh-huh, go on. Were you placed in Burlington, Vermont? No, I was in New York, New York. Ooh. Ooh. I haven't heard anyone in New York. It's because um, my top genre was Broadway, and oh. I kid you not, it said, New York City, USA. People there are far more likely to be fans of original Broadway cast of Parade, Parade cast, and Parade Ensemble. <laughs> so in case you didn't know what musical I listened to this year excessively. Was it, 
It was, was it parade? parade. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I I yeah. I got Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. I saw that. Interesting. I still have not seen anyone else who has said that they should move to Victoria, British Columbia. It's because of Tegan and Sarah. Yes. I have to assume they're You're the from only person Canada. I know who got that too. Yeah. Like of the uh, Okay, well, another one of my top songs is by a Canadian band. That could be it. Okay. Okay. So, I'm um, con- I'm confounded by it. I think I mean, well, minus the fact that my three top artists of my top genre mm-hmm. who didn't even crack my top artists of the year or my top songs. My top song was a Broadway song, but it was not by Parade. Was it uh, Ring of Keys from Fun Home? <gasps> oh, no. It was <laughs> Right Hand Man from Something Rotten because I was teaching it to myself. <laughs> Fun. Yeah. 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 Uh, my top artist did not show up on my top playlist at all. No songs by my top artist are on. Oh, my I thought you meant like your top artist didn't generate. Yeah, no, me either. My top artist didn't show up on my top songs either. But I think it's because it goes by what artist you look up the name of more frequently than the song. I don't look up. Well, I just play stuff off of playlists that I have most of the time. Oh, because sometimes I get the mood, and so I'll put on like Fall Out Boy radio, Taylor Swift radio, mm. or whatever. Like I'm in the mood for. Yeah, my top artist was Justin Hurwitz. I have no clue who that is. He's that could the, be a man on the street for all I he's know. He's the composer of the score for La La Land. I'm sick. And Whiplash and Babylon. All right. You listen to a lot of movie themes this year, Dan? No. I listened to it like as background music like five times, but I guess I listened for a long enough time that he became my top artist. Yeah, I guess so. Otherwise, my top artist was Fall Out Boy still. I think my, my top five artists were him, Olivia Rodrigo, Tegan and Sarah. Not shocking. Uh, mm-hmm. Who were the other two? None of these are shocking revelations. But When yeah. I saw Olivia on there, I was like, yeah, that reads. Dan's an uh, angsty teen girl. The other two are Cobra Man, whatever, and the Beach Boys. That's hilarious to me. <laughs> Would you like to know my top artists? I would. And then I would like to know your top podcasts. And if our podcast was in it. Okay, my top podcast is a scam, though, because one of my top podcasts was the main feed, and then the other top podcast was the Patreon of that podcast. Well, that's just because you listen to a lot of it. I know. I was like, also, it feels like a scam because, like, if I find a new podcast that I'm not caught up on and I start, like, listening to it frequently of course it's gonna say that's my top podcast because i'm not caught up on the episodes well that says you're your top podcast because you listen to it the most yeah because i just started it and i'm catching up it was about the duggars oh okay i had to get you know all the tea i was slurping the tea this year gross you don't need to say that all summer long i'm saying it i was slurping the tea you can keep some thoughts (laughs) anyway totally inside No, I refuse. Keep your slurps to yourself. Anyway, my <laughs> top artists are Fall Out Boy, Taylor Swift, Leanna Firestone. Is she of her? the tire company? No, she's of the TikTok famous. 
Is she of the original Jonah- Broadway cast of <laughs> Company? No, she's like, how do I describe her music? It's like definitely giving sad girl vibes. Mm, not my vibe. Like one of her songs is literally about like, I drank Diet Coke because it would make me skinnier, but being loved and feeling skinny feel the same. <laughs> Jesus. I like Diet Coke, though, so I'm going to keep drinking it. (laughs) Set to a catchy, upbeat tune. And then she has another song that's like, I don't want to get married, but I love you so we can get married. Oh, my God. That does not reflect my views. It's just a good song. Anyway, then it was the Jonas Brothers, Rip, and Mm -hmm. Sam Smith out of left field. Sam for the fifth place spot. Interesting. I think it's because I listened to Holy so much. Or Unholy, excuse me. I, I was me wondering what Holy would be by him. Catch me in hell. <laughs> Mommy does know daddy's getting cold. At the church, because it's kind of chilly. Holy, because it's kind of holy. Come on. Amen. His sweater's holy at <laughs> church. Um, yeah, I if... Our podcast, dear listener, if our podcast was in your top five podcasts of the year, thanks so much. Thank you for listening. Yeah. We love you. It was not in the top mm-hmm. five of mine. I don't listen to this. <sighs> I listen to us sometimes, but like I said, it was a Duggar heavy year this year because mm-hmm. they released a, a, oh my God, documentary. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> a documentary about them and I literally, and I needed to be. You know, my background knowledge. I need to get the tea. I do not. It is not like this podcast was kicked off because a a hot new podcast took up all of my listening. Four of the five podcasts are ones that I listened to the year before. There's only one new edition. It's a podcast. It's If Books Could Kill. You're such a librarian. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do yeah, you all my know, podcasts just, were. The other, Sorry, go ahead. Just to show how uh, contrarian I am, two of them are If Books Could Kill and You're Wrong About. Okay, I've listened to You're Wrong About. Yeah. it's a, if Explaining other podcasts on our podcast. What a wonderful podcast. <laughs> if Books Could Kill is hosted by the former co-host of You're Wrong About. Okay. Yeah, uh, mine were... Um, Murder with my husband, digging up the Duggars, true crime obsessed, normal gossip, and then true crime obsessed Patreon, which feels like a cop out. Hey, I think that you should uh, get help. Because I'm doubly true crime obsessed. That's so much true crime. Well, you don't get it. This one, like, it's what do- it's I discussed don't get it. by you. Don't get it, Dion. It's discussed by like two people who I would say are my personality now. They're like two New York... Wait. I should live in New York, apparently. Two New York (laughs) Broadway fans. They love theater. They love musicals. They have a lot of the same interests as me. Okay. And so when they talk about true crime, I just am like, yes, you're right. Queen, you're right. Oh, my Lord. They're the one... They're the reason why I say give it a goog. All the time. You I don't know if I've be, ever said it here. You oh, you've said it here. You had to be <laughs> impressed upon to use that phrase. I think it's so cute. Yeah. There's another one too, but I can't think of what it is off the top of my head that I've definitely stolen from them. But give it a goog is on top of the list. 
I love it. Thank you. Um, something that was on neither of our Spotify raps this year. Mm-hmm. Inside Lewin Davis. The movie that we're talking oh. about today. What a turn. I was thirsty the whole movie. Yeah. That makes sense. Oscar Isaac is so hot. He's so fine. And Adam Driver. You know mm-hmm. what I booed, though? Dan, I have beef with you. You have beef with I me? I recently read The Woman in Me. Okay. So you booed so Justin Timberlake? So I hate Timberlake? Justin Timberlake. Yeah. I hated him before that because True Crime Obsessed did an episode about um, Nipplegate. Mm-hmm. And he really dumped all of it on Janet Jackson and at first was like, I look up to you so much. And then when Nipplegate happened, he was like, that was on her. I did nothing. And I'm like, you pulled the shirt, Justin. I don't know why it was a scandal at all. It was planned. Yeah, well, it was a scandal. And I don't hate Justin Timberlake, but the ice gets thinner daily. The ice that Justin Timberlake is on is heavily affected by global warming, okay? To the point where I was doing something. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, to quote the title of my number two most listened to song of the year, sounds like Justin Timberlake (laughs) is on thin ice. Period. I said to Gage... Well, I was folding something, and Gage said, oh, you missed it. And I said, what? And I turned around, and Justin Timberlake was on the screen, and I screamed. <laughs> I said, ew. Um, well, I'm glad that I could bring some spice into your life. You did. You did. Anyway. Aggressively a girl's girl. Anti-Justin Timberlake. <laughs> uh, inside Lewin Davis, written and directed by Joel and Ethan Cohen. Uh, produced by them and Scott Rudin, who is a very prolific producer. He produced No Country for Old Men, Uncut Gems, Lady Bird, Fences, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Social Network, The South Park Movie, School of Rock, Zoolander, Truman Show, Clueless, Adam's Family, eight Wes Anderson films. He also produced on Broadway The Book of Mormon, Hello, Dolly, The Humans, A View from the Bridge, Fences, and Passion. Damn, King. He is 65 years old, and he is an EGOT winner. That's it? Uh, In 2021, he was removed from all of his projects due to his abusive behavior toward his employees, and his relationship with A24 was terminated. Oh, great. So he's a crappy person. Starring Oscar Isaac, Carrie Mulligan, John Goodman, Garrett Hedlund, and Justin Timberlake. uh, And the voice of Marcus Mumford. Yeah, crazy. Good for him. Uh, and Adam Driver. You know who I am obsessed with that's in this Adam movie? Driver? F. Murray Abraham? Okay, but yes. No. Um, you should know this. John Goodman? I've def- Yes! Yeah. I love John Goodman. Lest He's we great. forget, I love John Goodman. He is an so ass in everyone. this movie. I love him. He's such a good <laughs> actor, and um, he gives me grandpa energy. Mm-hmm. Like, I would trust my drink with John Goodman. I hope that he hasn't done anything that I don't know about. But at this moment in time, I feel confident saying that I would trust my drink with John Goodman. There is nothing on his personal life section at Wikipedia. I would say maybe don't put your drink in front of John Goodman. In a 2009 interview, Goodman distru- discussed his struggles with alcoholism. Oh, he has I been sober be since 2007. Slay, King. Slay. Good for him. Oh, I love him so much. Oh, love John Goodman. Uh, John, if you're listening, I love you. 
released on December 6th, 2013 in the United States. So, you know, a hot 10 years ago. Please don't ever say that again. As I said at work today, <laughs> I just graduated college last year. Yeah. I am not Last a year, 2017. Um, yep. With a budget of $11 million, it made $33 million at the box office on Rotten Tomatoes. It is a 92% approval rating. Uh, smart, Interesting. funny, and profoundly melancholy. Inside Lewin Davis finds the Coen brothers in fine form. It was also nominated for two Academy Awards, hmm. Best Cinematography and Best Sound Editing. It won neither. Okay. Mm, slap. Um, I'm going to pose a question to you. Mm-hmm. I know he only had a small part in this, but do you yes. think that Adam Driver and um, Oscar Isaac were friends and then when they both got Star Wars, they were like, even though they weren't in any scenes together? No. I really don't think that was the case. Gage said the same thing, and it made me really sad. I want I, them to be besties <laughs> for the resties. I think they were co-workers who then became maybe closer co-workers on another job. I would have been like, oh, my God, bestie. Guess what we just booked, bitch? <laughs> booked and blessed. Um, so Inside Lewis Davis lost both of its Oscar nominations to Gravity. Boo, I hate movies about space. They're too scary and anxiety-inducing. It was also not nominated for Best Picture, despite there being 10 Best Picture nominees. Uh, The nominees this year were American Hustle, Captain Phillips, Dallas Buyers Club, Gravity, Her, Nebraska, Philomena, The Wolf of Wall Street, and the winner, 12 Years a Slave. Dang. Dear Anna, just saw Wolf of Wall Street. Bad movie. Love, Grandma. (laughs) Just saying. Um, That's a big year for movies. It was a big year. I would say one final thought about your space movie. When you hear mm-hmm. the title Gravity, do you then break into song and go stay the hell away from me? Uh, gravity. Oh, mm-hmm. gravity. Yeah. It's working against you. Uh, yeah, big year for movies. <laughs> I think that this is better than at least two of the nominees. Name them, you coward. Okay, American Hustle. Mm-hmm. And probably Gravity. Slay. Honestly, Sandy and George did not. I mean, I hate outer space. Mm-hmm. So, sorry. That is fair. Sorry, aliens. <laughs> I don't hate outer space. I like Star Wars, as we've already discussed. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, I don't like things that are like about you know, being stuck in space. Uh-huh. In Star Wars, space is just a means to travel, you know? That's true. Yeah. It's like um, taking a road trip. Yeah, it's just a highway. Mm-hmm. And I hate highways, so there we go. Period. At the Golden Globes, I just saw this. This was nominated for three awards. It didn't win any of them. Uh, it was nominated for Best Musical or Comedy, Best Actor, and Best Original Song. Do you know what song was nominated for Best Original Song? Please tell me it wasn't that annoying-ass song about Kennedy. It was that annoying-ass song about Kennedy. Hated that. I know it's supposed to be funny. I was literally sitting there. I was glowering. Not even two absolute daddies and one pee-pee-poo-poo head (laughs) could pull me out of my glower. 
please, Mr. Kennedy. Oh, oh, I don't want to go. Not even the sight of Adam Driver as a jump surprise, because it wasn't a scare. I was delighted. No. A jump, please. A jump. Yeah, I was going to say pleasure, and I didn't like that, <laughs> so I didn't say it. Adam Driver, my jump pleasure in film. Ew, I just love him. I love him. What did you think about the movie? Chef's Kiss. I think I missed something. And I watched it pretty close because at the end I was like, wait, we're looping. When did this happen? Mm -hmm. So I think I might have missed a title screen. Uh, There wasn't a title screen. It just started out like that. It's great. Kind of like a cycle. Okay, that's what I thought. But then I was confused. Um, Other than that. I still think I like Fargo the best of all the ones we watched mm-hmm. because this one was just sad and kind of just kind of not slow. It wasn't even slow for me. It just was like depressing. Dour. <laughs> yeah. And Gray. like there was not a single point where I was like actually ha When you said comedy, I was actually kind of shocked. Um, I mean, there are comedic moments. It's a black oh. comedy. Like the yeah. the whole scene at the end where it's like the record's doing numbers. You're going to see a lot of royalties from that. Yeah. There is it's or humor like, in the darkness, I think. I did laugh when um his one friend brought their cat back in and was like, "Where's his scrotum?" <laughs> that made me laugh. That was funny. I, when I was watching it, I was thinking, I don't know if Anna's going to like this because she goes so hard on vibes. And this movie, it does not have good vibes. This yeah, movie has very vibes sad, sad vibes. I like Oscar Isaac. He's a you great sh- actor. He is great. And I he's so hot. didn't watch Dune, though. I said, call me into the room when he's on screen. And then I walked away. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> He's on screen like 99% of the movie. Well, I just said, call me in for two <laughs> seconds. I looked. I said, yep, that's what he looks like. And then I walked out of the room because I just couldn't do it. <laughs> that's a boring space movie. Oh. Um, I think that... The, so this is the first time you watched it. This is the first time that I watched mm-hmm. it. I didn't um, even know Oscar was in it. Gage told me and I was like, what? Really? You went in yeah. fully blind. I did. I knew the the vague conceit of it when I had suggested it, and it was something. This is like one of my brother's favorite movies. Um, Which brother? Emmett, my oldest brother. I'm shocked. This movie is giving Brian. But Are okay. you really? No, Brian's super into like sci-fi. So. His favorite movie is Inception. Okay, a strong pick. Also, Emmett has a letterbox, so I can go in and check what his top movies mm. are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do know that Sister Act 2 is one of them. Okay, so his taste is flawed is what I'm hearing. I thought you were going to say flawless. His four favorite movies no. as listed on <laughs> Letterboxd. You're going to hate this. <laughs> Sorry, Emmett. Inside I like Lewin you as a Davis. Uh-huh. Sister Act 2. Oh, my Lord. The Dark Knight. Okay. And Whiplash. Oh. <laughs> Whiplash was so stressful. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. His taste is all over the place. <laughs> Wide taste. Wide ranging oh taste. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, I I thought this was really good. I thought it also takes place in wintertime and there is visible snow. So that automatically bumps it up to at least a three. Um, the part when he's driving in the snow and it's like hypnotic like that, I was mm-hmm. triggered because I hate oh. looking at the snow and it's falling in the dark and you know you have a long drive. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. I love that. <laughs> it gets me into a flow state. Oh, my God. It's like being in outer space. That's why I don't like yeah. it. Driving warp speed. I'm going ludicrous speed. I'm going plaid. Oh, my God. Uh, also, I had just visited Greenwich Village in the Lower East Side, Lower West Side, hmm. um, when I was in New York last week. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I vaguely know what that place looks like. Look at that. Mm. What a wonderful I've world. There. I've been there <laughs> in the 60s as a poor folk singer. Yes. I feel like that's the vibe you were going for last week, not Thanksgiving energy. No. my Yeah. If anyone knows me, it's that my vibe is poor folk singer. That's what I think. That's how I describe you to people that don't know you. Just based on the sound of my voice, that's definitely what people hear right now. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Closing my eyes. Who is that? That poor folk singer? You can tell he's a poor folk singer because he keeps pronouncing folk with an incredibly pronounced L. Ew. I just noticed that. That's gross. <laughs> folk. There's an L. Folk. Am I supposed it's to say folk? Like yolk. Yeah, folk. Yolk. How do you say There's yolk? There's an L. Yolk. I don't That's actually disgusting. say that. I don't want. Dan, I don't want you to marry me and Gage anymore. <laughs> that I'm was gross. As many LK words as I can oh into God, your wedding I ceremony. I'm cry. The cry. other word. Welding. I, the other words that I pronounce weird are. Um, Words with long U's. We've had this discussion yeah, before. I know. I had this discussion at Thanksgiving and my whole family was mocking me. As they should. Skull. Yeah. Skull. Skull. Seagull. Seagull. Ew. I dropped my tongue so far back in my mouth. Keep keep your tongue where it is. Seagull. Oh. Seagull. Seagull. That sounds so there weird. There you go. Seagull, 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 smeagol. No. No. Gollum. Uh, so it's 1961, and guess what? Good year. We're in Greenwich Village. Was it a good year? What happened in 1961, Anna? Well, it was two years before the Kennedy assassination, so. <laughs> so that makes it good? In, in like, uh, you know, in comparison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Cuban Missile Crisis was 1961. Oh, that's not good. Never mind. <laughs> uh, so, you know, good year. Um, mm-hmm. And you know who's not having a good year and who hasn't been having a good year for a while? Lewin Davis. Folk singer Lewin Davis. Oh, rough times for him. Uh, he's released a solo album called Inside Lewin Davis. Not doing well. He was part of a double act at one point, but his partner uh, killed himself. Uh, I wouldn't be doing too hot after that either, honestly. I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. So now he's he's jumping around, <laughs> sleeping on couches, trying to make it work as a folk singer. He's um, fucking people that he shouldn't be fucking. I feel like that's kind of assumed. 
with all yeah all struggling musicians that they're just doing it everywhere that mean sounds like it okay well i i've never gross. been a struggling musician i was immediately very successful so i wouldn't know mm. and i'm married yeah uh yes but from all the other struggling musicians that i know of which of course i know tons uh mm-hmm. their life uh, <laughs> their life is just one big bang fest yep yep an orgy hmm no they're usually one-on-one oh okay keeping it simple got it right uh, speaking of keeping it simple, one night he gets beaten up by a dude in a suit outside of the <laughs> Gaslight Cafe. And I would recognize that voice anywhere. <laughs> I said would? to Gage, I was like, wow. Yes! Because it's Why? John Goodman! <laughs> John Goodman movie. isn't the guy that beats him up? Yaha! No, a different person beats him up. Oh, well, F me. I definitely got the two things. Listen, I watched this a couple days ago, okay? It's a dude with the mustache. Me a little slack. Oh, wait, I'm thinking of a different dude. My bad. <laughs> never mind, never mind, never mind. Erase. <laughs> I'd recognize that voice anywhere. Why? Immediately wouldn't recognize that voice. <laughs> anyway. I would go sound blind if I ever heard that voice. God, probably... Uh, so, Lewin is staying over in his friend's apartment, the Garfines, Gorfines, however it's pronounced. Gorgina Fines. Um, and he's cat-sitting for them also. And right <laughs> as they leave, the cat gets out. And he has to, he doesn't have keys with him, so he has to bring the cat with him uh, as he runs about his errands for the day. At first, he tries to leave the cat at his friend's apartment. Oh, my God. I don't know if friend is the right word. They're leeching onto him because he's talented, and he's leeching onto them for their couch space, for sure. Uh, They're Gene and Jim Berkey. Um, What's with the the names in this? Played by Carrie Mulligan, who is great. And... Mm -hmm. Justin Timberlake. Boo, hiss, hiss, boo. <laughs> Scowl. Um, as it turns out, as they are arguing with each other, uh, Jean is pregnant, and it could Gasp. be Lewin's baby. Gasp. And then later on in the movie, they're walking through Washington Square Park. Beautiful place. Walked through it mm-hmm. multiple times. That's it. It's fun. Oh, okay. It's pretty. <laughs> there's going to be more to that story. Yes. It's yeah. right near the former Triangle Shirtwaist Factory. <gasps> oh, my God. Home of the Triangle Shirtwaist Fire? Yeah. Factory Fire? My bad. You know that the Watch building the movie didn't about burn that. down? Really? It's still there. It's an NYU building now. Okay, I watched a movie about that, and it definitely burned down in the movie, probably for dramatic <laughs> effect. No, we walked over there, and I was like, oh, this is so cool. And then I, they had like a whole info plaque thing, and I was like, oh my god, this is so sad. Because oh, it had like quotes people... from people. Mm-hmm. Oh, in the movie, I remember women were jumping out of building, win- like out of the windows and stuff. Yeah. Oh, we definitely watched the and same were... movie. Yeah. In history yeah. class? Yeah. 
Slay. It was Slay. like a made-for-TV movie about it. Yes, I love history. <laughs> uh, but as they're walking through the park, uh, they're talking about how it could be his, it could be somebody else's, she doesn't know. Uh, and he offers to pay for an abortion. Um, and then uh, we'll talk about they get the to 60s. it. The um, 60s. Yeah, I know. An abortion in the 60s. Uh, that was my face. That uh, I said was my reaction while watching the movie when he's like, I'll get you an abortion. I was like, whoa. <laughs> the 60s. Um, <laughs> Crazy. She, she recommends some questionable safe sex practices uh, by telling him to she double, said to double bag. up. <laughs> When she said double bag it, I was flabbergasted. My jaw was on the floor, and I said, absolutely do not do that. Um, but also, they do not let him leave the cat there, so he has to keep bringing it with him. Um, and they open up a window, and then the cat escapes. Classic cat. Classic um, cat. And so I'm kind of talking about this in a spacey order because the events of the movie in through lines don't really go through directly. No, this movie's chaotic. Yeah. It's, very it's just kind of like a chaotic. It's, it's a, not a tone poem, but it's a tone poem as a movie. Like yeah. slice of life. Isn't the right word. Yeah. Cause it's not really a, yeah, no. Yeah. Slice of life. I'd say slice of life, but also it reminds me of when you're reading a book and it keeps like flashbacking, even though there's no flashbacks in this. You know what I mean? Like it's just different things are happening all the time. And they're not necessarily in that order. So it gets a little yeah. muddy. Yeah. Which is why I said I thought I missed something. Because it got kind of muddy. It's just about the, it's about the vibes. I was vibing. <laughs> Maybe not in a way you wanted. Um, I was doing my best. I was vibing like crazy so um he goes to the the doctor uh, where he had paid for an abortion before an abortion abortion why did i pronounce it like abortion and the doctor tells him oh yeah the person that you paid for before she didn't go through with it she just moved to ohio so he might have a son in ohio honestly if i was her he's kind of a loser i don't think i'd want him to be in his son's life either tbh yeah just saying you're a bum. Um, Literally. So he then goes to visit his sister, uh, who lives in Queens. Mm-hmm. She's a stereotypical Queens. Queens lady. She is absolutely. She is Queens Boulevard. She's, uh, yeah, a Queens Italian, I would say. And he, he wants to borrow money from her, and she doesn't do that. Instead, she gives him a box of his stuff from their parents' house that they're selling. Uh, and he's just like, throw it all out. I don't care. Oh, my God. Yes. I could never. I physically could never do that. <laughs> just this be like, get rid of just, it all? I could never. No, I could never get rid of all of it in one fell swoop. No. And this movie just like really um, reinforced that for me that I could never do that. No, absolutely not. I remember at one point in college, I my mom had like a box of stuff from when I was in high school. She was like, could you go through it and like pick stuff that you want to get rid of? And I picked mm-hmm. zero things. I Gage gave me a laptop bag a while back and I uh-huh. was going through the pockets like cleaning it out to put my stuff in it and I found pictures that he had of him and his high school girlfriend Ooh. and I was like are you sure you don't want to go through these and like see if there's anyone to keep for memories and he's like no just throw them out and I was like uh, but um 
what? I was like, I'll just go through them. I'll just go through them just to make sure there's not anything like cute that you want to save from your memories. Because mm-hmm. you're stressing me out right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then whenever you're mad, you pull out one of the pictures. Do you think she's prettier than me? Oh, it's not her that I I reference. <laughs> just kidding. I'm not toxic like that. Unless. I Usually I am the kind of girl that goes, no, that was your other girlfriend when he asks me about something I have no memory of doing. <laughs> but that's like as a joke. Um, we also find out that Lewin was in the Merchant Marines. And she's like, you know, you could make more money if you just go back to the Merchant Marines. I have a question for you, Anna. What are the Merchant Marines? What do they do? I assumed that they were like regular Marines, but like... Like regular Marines. They, I... They do a... I don't, I don't know. Is it like their base is called Merchant or something? We sound so uh, dumb right now. Hello, um, if I you know. are a Merchant Marine or if you know what that means, let us know. I think they are up? Um, seamen. Nice. Who do merchant work on like government money? Uh, on government owned vessels, like for the government. Ooh. They do the shipping and navigation. Respectfully, that sounds so transportation. boring. They also. I'm on the Wikipedia page now. It says they put an end to common practices such as flogging and shanghaiing. The woman was too stunned to speak. Anyway, uh, if you want to learn more about shanghaiing, watch Anything Goes. Uh, So, Lewin gets invited to record on a space-themed novelty song uh cringe by justin timberlake and adam driver uh the song is please mr kennedy and they are the john glenn singers because it says john glenn is going to be the first man to go into space from the u.s Uh, i love i love novelty songs like that I absolutely love that. (laughs) I just didn't love it. I thought it was the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. But the humor of the 60s was different than my humor. It absolutely is. It's super dumb. Yeah. That's what's fun. How is it different than the Monster Mash? I don't like the Monster Mash. How dare you? It's you know. It's a not graveyard on my smash Halloween playlist. But you know what is on my Halloween playlist? How is it different than Dominic the Donkey? <gasps> okay, well Dominic the Donkey's delightful. <laughs> and please, Mr. Kennedy. Oh oh. That part was funny. I will say it did make me laugh a little bit when Adam Driver was doing all his warm ups. <laughs> how is? Okay, how is louder? <laughs> Space. Outer. Space. How is that not just tugging at your heart? Warming up the cockles. No. Ice cold cockles over oh here. Oh my gosh. Can't believe you. Can't believe you're this kind Sorry, of person. Adam. With cold cockles. I love you, Adam. I love you, Adam. Um, So he agrees to the immediate money instead of getting royalties for the 
song, which will come back to bite him. Yeah, um, honestly, mistake number one. And then after the cat has gotten out, he sees one running that looks exactly like him um, and captures it, returns it home. It's a it's an orange tabby cat. I mean, no offense there. A dime a dozen. Same. Also, the fact that she's accusing it of being a girl tabby cat is crazy because girl orange tabby cats are super rare. So the chances of him bringing home a girl orange tabby cat to his friends hey, later on in the movie. It was the 60s. Things are wild. No, that doesn't. I mean, I guess. But when I saw that, I was like, mm, somebody didn't do their feline research. <laughs> it's like in the new um, Brie Larson show. She has a dog mm-hmm. and it's a golden yes. doodle. Disgusting. But the show Go is on. set in the 50s. Then it should be just a poodle or just a lab. Yeah, there were no go- golden doodles in the 50s. No. Those monstrosities hadn't been invented yet. Sorry to all wow. doodle owners. I just you have just personal hate. experience from the doggy daycare. <laughs> um, so at the Gorfine's house where they're having some guests over for dinner, uh, he mm-hmm. plays... Fare Thee Well, which is a song that he played with his uh, old partner, Mike, who jumped off the George Washington Bridge. Um, oh, this part had me crying for real and experiencing uh, severe secondhand embarrassment. Yeah, he gets super pissed when Mrs. Garfine starts singing the harmony, which was Mike's oh part. My God. Uh, can somebody it's say not- PTSD? I mean, I would say it's not that deep, but what I would actually say is he needs therapy. Mm-hmm. The therapy wasn't really a huge thing back then, so, you know. Was therapy a thing in the 60s? It was. They would have given him a lobotomy. Are you kidding me? Not even trying no. to be funny, just being serious. They would they have been like, have given mm, him a lobot- depression, he lobotomy. He wasn't he a woman, wasn't man. a woman. Yeah. So, first off, he also wasn't Rosemary Kennedy. Um, they wouldn't have given him a lobotomy. Oh, no. They would have just like... Sent him to Vietnam. Which is, yeah, pretty bad. Pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, oh, so man. he. <laughs> Sorry, so that he Rosemary super... Kennedy comment made me sad. <laughs> <laughs> Please, Mr. Kennedy. Uh oh. Please don't oh, no. give me a lobotomy. Um, Mrs. Garfine leaves the table crying. Uh, everything is very uncomfortable. And then she comes back with the cat and she goes. This isn't even our cat. Where is its scrotum? Tell me, that Lewin. That part made me laugh. Where that is part its made scrotum? Me laugh. Oh my that God. was hilarious. That part was funny. I did chuckle after my secondhand uh, embarrassment subsided. So then he gets kicked out of the house. He's got the cat with him. Uh, and he gets picked up by a large jazz musician named Roland Turner. Me. Such a mood. With a... Voice that Anna would recognize anywhere. <gasps> That's my boy right there. Love him. He. You know. You go. I was just going to have a little a- anecdote here. Do you remember when I got my wisdom teeth pulled? No. Oh, like okay. vaguely so I as do. I, yeah. As I came out of my stupor, I all I would talk about was John Goodman and how badly I wanted to watch Monsters, Inc. And how it was his and Steve Buscemi's and Billy Crystal's greatest movie. What the hell? So anyway, I just wanted you to know 
That's what I said when I came out of my uh, my uh, anesthesia-induced haze. <laughs> so. Do you remember that, or is that like a recording? Um, my mom told me. Okay. Because the dentist told me a couple things, and also I felt like I just couldn't stop talking. Like everything, every thought I had that came to mind just word uh-huh. vomited out of me, and I was still talking about Monsters, Inc. when I started to like remember what I was saying. Interesting. The first thing I said coming out of my anesthesia was, am I in a music video? (laughs) (laughs) So. Unfortunately, you weren't. I don't remember. I mean, I don't think I was talking about anything interesting when I came out of my stupor or my haze. Uh, I remember so many because the nurses told me everything. (laughs) They said, don't film her, but here's what she's saying. (laughs) Um, so Roland has a driver named Johnny Five. Mm, that's a porn name. Yeah. Well, Johnny Five is also a cartoon. Mm. Sorry. Oh no, yeah. They talk about it's that. It's short circuit. The movie. Mm. Wait, I'm confused. Oh. Where did Johnny Five come from? The movie that we watched. <laughs> I know, but this I, I thought Johnny Five was a reference to something. I think that was just mm. the name that he went by. I don't know. Um, I watched the movie. Don't look at me like that. Oh, no, no. My contacts were dry. That wasn't an eye roll <laughs> at you. My contacts are dry. Uh, so they're driving across country, driving to Chicago, um, where Lewin thinks that he might be able to play for a music producer. Uh, and be, get crazy to think that there's music producers in Chicago. I know that's right? probably a real thing, but like that feels way too close to where I am right now. Well, Chicago's the third biggest city in the country. I know, and sometimes I forget about that because it's not that far away. Uh-huh. I don't know why. It just feels fake. <laughs> <laughs> like I've been there so many times. I feel like it shouldn't be allowed. You should have been discovered by now. Yeah, what the heck? Here I am in my basement, working a regular <laughs> schmegular job, when I could be going up, oh, on some tracks. Exactly. That's the kind of music that people are putting out now. Amen. Taylor Swift. Did you say amen or gay men? Uh, I I said amen, but I mean, it's, it sounded like you went. That's the kind of music that people are putting out these days. You went, mm-hmm, gay men. They might be. That could be the next trend in like. You know, music for the the she the gays and the theys and the what am I missing? I don't know. The girls, the girls and the gays and the theys. Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, girls, myself included. Forgot about uh, you for once. <laughs> and John Goodman's character—he is very dismissive of folk music. He likes jazz because they use all the notes on the scale. Yeah, I feel like any. Maybe not so much now, but I feel like so often musicians are going to like their own genre more than anything else. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's the same with anything. I feel like people who write stuff like the same kind of style that they write. People who yeah paint like the same kind of paint. Like, when I was little and I watched American Idol and they started putting, like, stars on instead of, like, Simon Cowell and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, like, people like Randy and Simon, yeah, they produced music of all different genres. But when you have, like, Lionel Richie and Luke Bryan and Katy Perry on, I'm like, are they really going to be knowledgeable about other genres? Because they just, like, have only ever sung one thing. 
no one's ever gonna win but singing rock music. Amen. My Unless it's soft Blake rock. Lewis. Chris Daughtry. Blake Lewis? Is he from... He was the beatboxer. Blonde hair? Yeah. He lost a stuffed to monkey Jordan named Sparks. after him. You were... <laughs> You had a stuffed animal named after him? He came to me with that name, but yeah. Some girl <laughs> named him Blake after the guy on American Idol because she liked him. She mm-hmm. worked at Old Navy. And when my aunt and uncle bought me this green monkey, they were like, oh, yeah. She said his name is Blake. She named him that after the guy on American Idol. And I was like, okay. So his name's still Blake. I have a stuffed monkey named Blake. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Incredible. Yeah. Um, so... They are at a roadside restaurant. Uh, they're eating. They go into the bathroom. Uh, Roland overdoses on heroin. Oh, my God. That scene had me screaming. I did not like that one bit. Yeah. thought We're just going to was... pretend it didn't happen and just move on and get him out to the car? Absolutely not. Yeah. Throw him out in the back of the car. He'll be fine. Listen, I... I've, I... My 2023 knowledge did not like that. <laughs> uh they get pulled over narcan absolutely not i don't think narcan works on heroin oh i kind of thought it was all drugs i guess i should take a class huh <laughs> maybe i should learn something i think i'm i think there i i think i smoked too much of that man get the narcan i would literally like to help someone okay i i'll save a life if i can I had like I just six gotta, cups of coffee today in the last two hours. Get the Narcan. Literally, honestly, I would be your last choice for uh, saving the world because I think if somebody's having an allergic reaction in front of me, I would panic and accidentally stab myself with the EpiPen. So I <laughs> don't think I'm the best <laughs> choice. Yeah, so you test it on your own thigh first. Yeah, and then you put the empty used needle into somebody <laughs> else's thigh. You're like, mm, yeah, this is some good adrenaline. Okay. I've got adrenaline now. (laughs) Uh, So uh, a cop pulls over is like, move along. Um, He arrests Johnny Five uh, Mm -hmm. because he thinks he's drunk. And then (laughs) Lewin doesn't have keys. Johnny had them. (sighs) Um, He abandons the car and the cat and Roland. I mean, had to be done. And then he... Gets to Chicago, taking the bus. I don't think they actually filmed in Chicago because I didn't recognize any part of it. No, they absolutely did not. No. Um, Any auditions for Bud Grossman, um, who he plays for him. He says he likes his singing. He's not going to, he's not a solo act. He can't be a solo act. However, he could be a backup singer in a trio. That that shit fucking shot me in the heart. Woo-wee. Bud Grossman, played by F. Murray Abraham. Uh, I like to imagine that he is exactly the same character in this as he was in Amadeus. Oh, my God. Salieri just lived for another 200 years. Probably. At this point, probably. Uh, So then he hitchhikes back to New York. Uh, He gets picked up by a dude that's like, I've been driving for five days. If you could... Can you drive? I'll sleep. You could drive. We'll be good. He should have just said, woke the guy up and said, hey, man, I'm falling asleep. Why don't we go either book a night at a motel or just pull over and sleep for a little bit? That's what I would have said. 
if there's one thing I want to hear from the dude who was hitchhiking with me, it's let's go book a night at a motel together. Okay, sorry. I forgot for a second that people are killers. (laughs) It's the 60s, you know? Hey, it was cool. There were no killers in the 60s. Acting crazy. Oh, that we knew of. Yet. Uh, Yeah. They were Uh, on their way. They were starting. Charles. Mm Mm-hmm. I did see a stand-up comedy bit that's like, normally if you have a long first name that has not been shortened to a nickname, you're a killer. Uh-oh. I know quite a few people who haven't shorted their first name. I'm going to be well, on it, Edge. <laughs> it, it, he, and then he did a game where he was like just naming first names and having the audience yell out last names. And did like yes. Jeffrey, Charles. Dahmer, Manson. Um, I'm playing with you. Yeah, I'm trying to think what the other one he did was. Um, it's someone I don't remember, but it was of the same vein. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, as he is driving and falling asleep, um, and getting zonked out to the falling snow. Oh my god, it's so mesmerizing and hypnotizing. By the way, listen to my debut album zonked out by the falling snow Ooh, it sounds very relaxing it's a beachy winter swing album Ooh, me and blake will listen to that while i'm falling asleep hot dog um Mm -hmm. he hits a cat that part jump scare he hits an orange tabby cat boo hiss it survives it limps into the woods you know but you know it was gonna die and that made me really sad is it, though? Yeah. Is it? Dan, you have a cat. I'm going to tell Poppy you said that. My aunt inherited a cat from my grandparents mm-hmm. after they died. Crazy. Okay. Um, it got out one day. This is a declawed cat. It's tiny. It's not going to be able to do anything. It got out. It was, like, living underneath their neighbor's porch because there was like the foundation was up enough mm-hmm. um one day they thought they had it it escaped it came back a month and a half later mm-hmm. like they got a no kill trap oh. it was like this cat already weighed like nine pounds to begin with and mm. it was like down two pounds oh it's alive. It's, it's totally fine. Oh, good. But, like, cats are resilient, is what I'm saying. I mean, technically, so are dogs. Not I don't know. I don't think Jester really would dumb. make it on... Yeah, Jester would not make it on the streets if she went back out there. She'd be like, <laughs> but who's going to give me my whimsy and pet me? Like, Right? Yeah. Uh, why can't I just sleep here? Um, Literally. So, get Where's back... Where's my kibble? <laughs> gets back to New York... Um, uses the last of his money to pay his dues to rejoin the merchant marines. Nightmare. Nightmare decision. But he needs his seaman's license. Wink. Um, (laughs) It was in the box he told his sister to throw out. And this is why we go through things, friends. Oh, my God. And then he gets mad that she threw out the thing that he told her to throw out. No, that's not on her, girl. That's on you. The gall. The gall of men. Mm -hmm. Um, Men, am I right? He he goes back to the merchant marines and he's like, can I have my money back? They're like, no, you paid your dues. We're not giving you your dues money back. 
I was stressed watching this. As well. I was just stressed, period, I think. Yeah. That's not Absolutely how, not. That's not how unions work. Um, then he goes and visits his dad. Um, that part was sad. A very sad scene. He plays a song for him. His dad doesn't react, doesn't mm-hmm. recognize him, basically. Does his dad have PTSD? Like, is he also a Marine, I'm guessing? I don't know. I think he's just kind of like... Just elderly and elderly near and the end dimensional. of his life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was sad. But I didn't like that part. Then he finds out that Gene got him a gig at the gaslight after mm-hmm. four singing Irishmen in knit sweaters. Amazing. I loved all of them. Um, so after he performs at the gaslight, he plays some songs, good songs. I don't really listen to folk music all that much outside of like mm-hmm. Bob Dylan from time to time. Mm-hmm. Folk music's good. Yeah, my mom really likes folk music. That's all I have to say about that. My mom really likes funk music. Ooh, that's exciting. Two of the same letters. Um, so he's talking True. to the manager of the Gaslight, Poppy, um, who has also slept with Gene. Could be his baby. Yeah. Uh, this gets him all riled up and drunk. And he heckles the Susan Boyle performing on stage after him. Oh, my God. Not the Susan <laughs> Boyle. My grandma used to call me Susan Boyle, and my dad thought it was the funniest <laughs> thing ever. Such That's a so roast. mean. Yeah, she didn't mean for it to be mean. She just meant I was a good singer like her, but... Uh, you know, my she... my granddaughter, she's such a Susan Boyle. Great voice. Not a looker. Um, she used to call me Gomer Pyle before that, so... Jesus. We in these streets, ugly but talented, you know? <laughs> ugly but talented. She's got a weird mm-hmm. face and voice, but boy, can she sing. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. <laughs> um, so he then gets kicked out for drunkenly heckling this woman. Goes back to the Garfines, who are totally cool with him coming in. Yeah, they were, like, so chill about it. They were, like, hugging right? and, like, oh, my God, so sorry about the last time. And I was, like, this is cringe. I, I will say. But okay. That is kind of how I would react if somebody got riled up and, like, angry and then stormed out of my house. I'd be, like, this is my fault. Yeah. I need to welcome them back. I think I would, too. I'd be like, I'm so sorry I hurt your feelings and made you feel like you couldn't be yourself here or something stupid like that. Like, Even though you were the dick, yeah. this is my fault. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I'm definitely on that side. <laughs> so they, the guests are like, the song's going to be a major hit. You're going to get those royalties. Uh, yep. <laughs> that's just salt Cringes. on the wound. Oh, my God. Crying, screaming, crying, throwing up. Yeah. Also, their cat is back. It survived. It came back. Scrotum and all. Guess what the cat's name was? Isn't it like Ludwig or It was Ulysses. Beethoven? Ulysses. Dang it. Yeah. The, the whole thing, this whole thing is a Ulysses Odyssey metaphor. Are Not as direct as... Um, it's not as direct as their movie that I can't think of the name of right now. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Which is explicitly love the Odyssey. Um, yes. But 
It's about his years adrift. Oh, I didn't know that at all. I don't know anything about mythology. I love Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, though. It's great. I'm sorry we didn't watch it. It's okay. I'll just go cry. Watch okay. it in my free time. Uh, so then we go back to the opening scene and we see him perform at the gaslight. Um, Poppy makes fun of him for heckling. Uh, he says mm-hmm. someone's waiting for you in the alley. Um, and then right before he leaves, we hear a young Bob Dylan perform. I didn't realize that was supposed to be Bob Dylan, but once yeah. again, I'm not really on top of those sorts of things. So, well, I heard it and I was like, wow, that person performing in the background. I really like that. Why is that? And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, cause it's supposed to be Bob Dylan. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. But I do think, I do like the fact that they don't differentiate between Bob Dylan and the rest of the folk singers where it's like, yeah. they were all, incredibly talented and one of them one of them made it uh anyway then he gets beat beat up by a dude and he watches him leave in a taxi and goes au revoir mm-hmm. and that is inside lewin davis we did it we did it it's in talking through the plot, I think I like it more just remembering the parts of it. Yeah. Because there are definitely those movies that the more you think about it, the less you like it. Because you're like, oh, was that actually, was it just in the moment that I liked her? Or was it actually something good? The more I think about scenes, the more I they are impactful upon me, yeah. I think. No, I feel that 100%. I... Now that I know that it was a metaphor for, like, a Greek mythology thing, maybe I would have liked it better if I had known that ahead of time. <laughs> I don't know. This one's just not it's my It's like favorite a loose of... metaphor. Yeah. I liked it, but it was just kind of too much of a slice of life for me, I think. But in a confusing mm-hmm. way. Because Fargo was a slice of life, and I really liked it. <laughs> Fargo had way more of a plot than this did, though. True. True. I think, yeah. Kind of. It's not a plotless movie, but the plot doesn't really matter. Because it. No. Whatever Lewin Davis does, he's not going to win. Yeah, he's just downtrodden, down on his luck, bad luck, horrible times, zero fun. It's bad luck, but it's also of his own design. Yeah, he kind of also doesn't do anything to make his life better. Full offense. Yeah. It's his, Not to be that person. His actions, it's his, he reaped and now he's sowing. Amen. Amen. Man, this is giving pull up by your, this is giving pull yourself up by your bootstraps energy, this conversation. <laughs> and I condemn that, but in a movie, since it's not a real person, I can say this. I condemn that too. I'm not saying that he needs to pull himself up by his bootstraps. I am saying that he needs to acknowledge that he can't build the shoes himself. Yeah, I think if it was modern day, I would say homeboy needs therapy. Um, and he needs to take a break from music and build himself up to a point where he can be creative and afford to be creative again. Because I hate to say it, but... If music isn't working for you as much as you love it, maybe performing at nightclubs just on the side is where you have to be for a little bit, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. 
in the hierarchy of needs, self-fulfillment comes after all the other things that you need Amen. for self-realization. And mm-hmm. I think artistic performance is a form of self-realization mm-hmm. and steady well, food and shelter come prior to that. I mean, I hate to say it. If I had to pause theater because I was struggling with, you know, lost my house, lost my job, lost everything. I'm not going to be running out and doing a show in the middle of all that. Like even during COVID theater was the last thing I started doing again, you know? Yeah. Right. So I don't know. Anyway. It's my two cents. That's our two cents to people who in the grand scheme of things have not really struggled. No, no. No. My biggest struggle recently, um, I forgot to put a chapstick in my purse. Oh, my gosh. And my lips were chapped. I said to my mom the other day, I was like, you know what? I know I stress about money and stuff, but Gage and I can still, knock on wood, very much afford to, like, put whatever we want in our cart and not have to worry about the price. And that's something I need to humble myself about because, like, if I can do that, I'm not poor. (laughs) My biggest struggle recently is there is a hole growing in my pants. Right in the crotch. Throw your pants away (laughs) and get new ones or mend the hole. Why are men? Do you know Gage has some underwear and I'm putting him on blast right now. He has some underwear that he might as well not be wearing any underwear at all. I'm not defending the underwear. I don't do that. I, I throw it out. If it's falling apart, that's gone. Oh the pants, God. they're jeans. And where the hole is, you would have to be staring at my crotch to notice. Okay, but that means nothing because somebody might accidentally see it, Dan. I'm not sunning. Oh, why are men? <laughs> if I get a rip in my jeans, I'm fixing it or I am getting rid of them. There is no option. If it's a fixable hole, I'll fix it. All my jeans get a hole in the crotch. Yeah, because that's where your body part rubs together the most. Your body rubs together and the fabric rubs and it thins. That's just how everybody... Describing it as that's where your body part rubs together the most sounds like a fourth grade health class sort of description. Okay, Okay, I'm doing my best here. Fine. Your crotchal region is causing some friction. It happens to everyone whose thighs and crotchal region touch. Does that make you feel better? So what, you're, what you're saying is I need to have a wider stance and stride. I, think, I have yeah, a long stride. I need to make it equivalently wide. You need to walk as though you've just finished going horseback riding. Exactly. Hands on belt. Mm-hmm. Spurs <laughs> clacking as I step, feet swinging them hips. Feet completely out. Exactly. Feet completely out. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh how I'm going to start moving around the city. Watch out, Los Angeles. I'm walking oh. down the sidewalk. That's right. I need all of it. <laughs> and you won't have any rips in your jeans, so they'll know you mean business. <laughs> and if I do, they'll be able to see them. Oh, my God. Anyway, I have trivia about the movie. Let's hear it, Dan. Oscar Isaac hates cats. What? I know. Worst news I've read. 
I just don't think he likes them. Oh, because I feel like if he's allergic and he doesn't like them, it makes sense. Because cats kind of have that energy where if they know you're allergic to them, they like just walk right up to you. Mm-hmm. Because Gage is allergic to cats, and every time we see a cat, they're just like, and this is my new best friend. His name is Gage, <laughs> and he can't touch me. Um, this is the, the Joe, John Goodman is the only person, major person from a previous Coen Brothers movie to be involved mm-hmm. in the production of this. But now there's all stars. Yeah. Well, not like that Ben in a piece. Yeah, the people that normally work with them. It's only yeah. John Goodman is the only person in this. Okay. Okay. Um, this was produced by Studio Canal without an American distributor. Um, okay. And then it was... It, it had a hard time finding a distributor... Because movies about the music industry don't do well in theaters, and Oscar Isaac was not a major actor or anything at the time, so it had no like star yeah. to sell it. Yeah, considering uh, now, I feel like if they put it up, the girls and the gays and the theys are pulling up, right? For Oscar, and then mm-hmm. CBS Films bought it and released it in December 2013. Mm. Interesting. Uh, and made money because it made 33 million dollars. Good for them. This was Oscar Isaac's big break, and then he was cast in Star Wars after this. And the rest is history. And then three actors who auditioned for Lewin Davis. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. No. Casey Affleck. Absolute disgusting. Disgusting. As an actor, I could see it. Yeah, but we don't like Casey Affleck. No. And Michael Fassbender. I do not know what that man looks like. You could point him out on the street. I would not know who he was. He plays Magneto in the young X-Men movies. That's doing absolutely nothing for me. He plays the killer in the new movie, The Killer. Don't know her. He plays a dude with a massive penis in the movie Shame. Amazing for him. Don't know that movie. Is he Irish? I think so. I think I saw him in a production of Macbeth once on like a recording in a class, but I still don't. Does he have brown hair? Yes. He's also in Inglorious Bastards. Oh, I do like that movie, but I only remember Brad Pitt. He, do you remember the scene where he is, where they're, they are playing like a card game in a bar and they do the three, three Three beers. Is that him? Yeah. Oh, I've always been misremembering that as Brad Pitt. <laughs> no, he's the one who remem- who who orders wrong, and that's how he gets pointed oh, out. Three beers. Got it. Okay. Yes. Um, that's the trivia. The other, actually, I have mm-hmm. one more trivia. Um, they had a hard time filming this because they spring came early in New York, um, mm. and it's a lot more difficult to film cats than dogs. Yeah, because cats are not exactly good listeners all the time. Cats are horrible listeners. Yeah, I didn't want to be the one to say it, but cats don't understand the word no or the word wait. No. Or stop (laughs) or drop it. (laughs) Or put it down. Stop. Put the gun down. Please, I have children. Like, they don't get that. Uh, But that's the trivia. Anna. Would this movie be better or worse than the same with Jonathan Taylor Thomas as a <laughs> Lewin Davis? The same, honestly. No. no. I, I will, 
the, what do you mean no? This is my opinion. Fine. I think it would be the same. Okay, you think that you think I just want to want to clarify this. You think Jonathan Taylor Thomas is equivalent of an actor of Oscar Isaac? No, I just think the energy would be the same. <laughs> is that okay, allowed? downtrodden. Okay, yeah, like kicking some rocks because you're frustrated. Yeah, <laughs> kicking some rocks because you're frustrated. Mm-hmm. Dang, and your hands uh, are in your pockets of your oversized denim jacket. Yeah, that's energy. Um, I would like to see Jimmy Stewart in John Goodman's role. I think he would have been good. Now you're talking about jazz. What about jazz? We in jazz we use all the notes. See, what if it was Jerry Seinfeld as Barry B. Benson? <laughs> Jazz? Yes. <laughs> I need to do heroin. Um, I do think I don't like that Barry. Jerry Seinfeld impression. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Barry B. doing heroin. Um, <gasps> no. Barry, no. On a scale of one to five cat testicles, what do you give this? Two. Wow, that's low. I didn't like it. It was wow. fine. I wanted to like it because I like the actors, but it just was not giving, you know? That's, f- you know, I get it. Uh, it. You base a lot of it on vibes, and the vibes are not mm-hmm. not uplifting. The vibes world. were sad. Uh, How about you? I give it a four and a half. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, crazy. <laughs> crazy. Um, but I think we both agree on, of the three Coen Brothers movies that we watched, Fargo is the one that we both like. Oh, most. yeah, Fargo. That's the best one. And, and did the know, accent, did you hear it? Oh, I heard it. It made it. Oh, yeah. It made your voice pop. Fargo. Did it sound, did it sound like Fargo. I was doing it on purpose? Fargo. Yes, it did. Fargo. Okay, good. So I was trying really hard. <laughs> um, Fargo. Fargo, fuck yourself. Oh, yeah. That's it for this episode of In Conclusion. What a strong <laughs> end. Tell the audience to F off. Listen, it's 10.41 p.m. in Wisconsin. That's the vibe, okay? <laughs> You're running on basement, Wisconsin basement fumes. If I had on fake eyelashes, they would be stuck to my forehead right now. <laughs> um... We will be back next week with Home Alone. We're going to do that for the Christmas season. Christmas time, Christmas time. I'm going to become insufferable because Home Alone is set like five miles away from where I grew up. I'm going to be the okay, worst person in the world. Oh my God, I'm, I'm in pain keep already. pointing out areas that's like, I've been there. I know where that is. I've been there. That's not actually near there. Oops. Okay, well, I'm looking forward to hearing about your experiences. As a youth? In Northbrook, yes. <laughs> Can't wait to tell you. Um, if you want to find us, we are on social media, on Facebook and Twitter, at and in conclusion, on Instagram at inconclusion podcast, at Patreon at patreon.com slash inconclusion. I'm on Twitter at Dan O'Keefe86. My username was recently changed to Dan Ho 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 Keefe. And I, am I saw that and I died. <laughs> oh my God, I change it to something every Christmas. This is the first time I realized I could do Ho Keefe like that. It's very fun. 
where could they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Adamus Prime Eight One Eight, or you can find me on Twitter at Autobots Roll Out, Capital O for Auto, Capital B for Box, Capital R for Roll, and the O in Roll and the O in Out are zeros. Or you can follow my stinky dog Jester at Jester the Pup Ten Seventeen on Instagram. She loves the snow, specifically running with her tongue out and licking it off the ground <laughs> as she's running. <laughs> I, that's me. It's um, like her little feet, and right next to them is a trail that's just a line of her tongue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we will be back next week with Home Alone. In the meantime, everybody stay safe, have fun, and lick up that snow. Bye-bye. Bye. Corn. Yum, yum, yum. Creative Land Podcast.